right. All right. What a morning. Come on. Woo. Let's go. Um, I just want to give a special thanks to Ben for giving the sermon this morning. Appreciate that, brother. You certainly made more people cry than I ever have. That was awesome, man. Praise God. He's doing things. He is doing things. Um, and that's something to be excited about. Listen, this morning, I'm, I really, I'll be honest, I don't have um, a, a sermon to preach. This is, this is not a talking Sunday. This is an action Sunday. Because what we've been doing these past few weeks uh, as we've been going through this Building a Home series is really laying the foundation, casting the vision of Beaches Chapel. And if you've been paying attention, um, you'll see that what this really has been, I tricked you a little bit, but this has been a new members class series, okay, where we let everyone know what you can expect from Beaches Chapel, but also what Beaches Chapel can expect from you. All right, and that's what this whole thing has been, is casting the vision, letting everyone know what we're doing, where we're going, and then also how we can all be a part of that. Okay, so I don't want to step on, on what God's doing this morning and get in the way because he certainly doesn't need me to do that. He can move on his own. Thank you, Jesus. Um, so, so I just want to kind of put a cherry on top this morning, and then we're just going to go back into worship, and we're going to believe for what is to come here at Beaches Chapel. Um, Let's start with our mission statement one more time this morning. It says, Beaches Chapel is a home. Everyone say home. For all. Everyone say all. All. To begin and grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. That is what we are about. That is what we are doing here. We are building a home. A home where anyone that comes in, it's like what Ben said in his testimony. He walked in the very first night. He didn't know anybody here. And he felt like home. I mean, <laughs> he told me that for the first time. I started crying. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because you know what? We can't create that. I can't make him feel like that, especially when I haven't even met the dude. The only way that happens is if the Holy Spirit is here and infiltrates our hearts and allows us to feel home. So thank you, Jesus, that you are answering our prayer of making this place a home for all people. And this is the verse that accompanies our mission statement, Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. You're no longer wandering exiles. This kingdom of faith is now your home country. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here with as much right to the name Christian as anyone. God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how we got here and what he is building. He used the apostles and prophets for the foundation. Now he's using you, fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. That's what we're doing, y'all. And listen, just because this series is over does not mean that you're going to stop hearing this verse. So I hope you're not getting tired of it. In fact, I hope every time that you hear it, it fires you up. I hope it ignites the fire in your heart and reminds us what we're doing here because this is our vision. This is our accountability. This is what we measure ourselves up to. Are we being bricks? Are we building a home? Are we bringing people in? And, and just as a side note, before I forget, I just want to encourage all of us. We had Richard, uh, we had Tyler, we had Amanda and Ben all get baptized this morning. If you don't know them, take this today or, or next Sunday or whatever, introduce yourself to the, our new family. Would you do that? Make them feel welcome because they just made a bold proclamation in front of all of us. Let's get to know them, okay? Let's introduce ourselves. But I love that these verses because it's, well, there's a lot in here. We could do a whole series on just these three verses. I guess we kind of have. 
But the three things that I love, especially about the, these verses is one, it gives an invitation. It says that you are, we are all welcome. We're all welcome into this home. And then it gives purpose. It says that God is using us. Okay. So all are welcome and he's using us to make people feel welcome. And the third is the reason for all this. And it's that God is building a temple where what he is quite at home. So everything that we are doing is doing for the glory of God, where he is at home in this place. And if we put our effort and our energy and our prayers towards that, then we're going to be hearing testimony after testimony, just like this morning about people walking in. And before they, are, they say a word to anybody, they feel like home and they feel like themselves. That's why we're doing this. Not for me. Not to build me up but to, to, or any one of us in here, but to build a home where God is quite at home. And if that is what we do, then guess what? Our work is done. He takes over and he does a far better job than any of us ever could. So that is it. I hope we're clear on what that is. So I want to say this, y'all. As we conclude this series and we move into this new year, it's time. It's time. It's time to start believing for this place. It's time to start praying over this place. If you haven't already, be praying for Jesse and me. Be praying for the elders. Be praying for the pastoral staff and the leadership here and our worship team and our kids ministry and salt on Wednesday nights. Cover it all because it is time. It is time to start praying for revival. It is time to start believing for miracles. It's time to start believing for deliverance and freedom. God is bringing us into something. We didn't just spend this last month wasting our breath and our time. He's doing something here. He's doing something here. And this is how we are going to see it come to fruition by what we've been discussing. We're going to stand on the word of God in his authority. The word of God will dictate what we do here, not the other way around. It reads us. We don't read it. And so we're going to stand on the authority of God, even when it gets a little uncomfortable for us, because his word is perfect, not ours. And we're going to come together on Sunday mornings and be congregational, and we're going to worship. We believe in worship here, and we are going to continue to worship. I told some people, look, we have a clock in the back. It's been turned off for like a year. We're like a Vegas casino in here, all right? We don't need clocks. We're just going to go and let God move, amen? So that's how we're going to worship. And we're going to be relational. We're going to join impact groups. Listen, we're not doing impact groups because of some religious obligation that we have. I've said that before. I was talking to Scott Brummel the other day. He's leading, uh, he and his wife, Angela, are leading an impact group. We were talking about it. We're going to be a part of theirs. And he said, look, man, signs, miracles, and wonders. And I said, that's right. Signs, miracles, and wonders. That is what we are believing for, for our impact groups. And I want, to, I want to say really quick to the leaders of the impact groups that have kind of been going, we have some that have just never stopped. And that's kind of awesome. Let's redefine the narrative starting this week for those groups. Signs, miracles, and wonders. And that begins with prayer and loving one another. That's what we are believing for. And in that, we're going to have relationships. We're going to have growth. And it's going to be incredible. We are, listen, if we are all committed to signs, miracles, and wonders, you know what's going to happen? Signs, miracles, and wonders. God is faithful, and he's a big God. So we're going to stand on the word, we're going to worship, we're going to gather, and then we're also going to give of ourselves and our abilities and how we serve this place, and we're also going to give our finances, our, our tithes and our offerings and our money to give out. 
That's how something brand new. And I don't know about you, but I, for one, am ready and here for it. Matthew chapter 28, starting in verse 16, says, Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Verse 18, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, all right, as Jesus tells them that I have all the authority, the result of that is go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. There it is right there. We're going to worship. We're going to teach. And we're going to do that on Sundays and in impact groups. We are going to baptize. All right. And we're going to do all of it with the understanding that Jesus is with us always. And he has all the authority. So with that understanding, we can do all these things confidently. We're not going to go into it a little, you know, a little scared, little puppies. Jesus is with us always, and he has all the authority. If you want in a nutshell to know what we're doing, what our vision is, it's, it's that right there. That right there is what we're doing. I want to say this really quick. The, we're we're going to be doing more baptisms April 18th. That's the next Sunday we're going to do baptisms. Saying right now, two weeks after Easter. Check this out. The last time we did baptisms was November 8th. November 8th was the last time we did them. You know how many of the people that got baptized or uh, how many of the people that got baptized today were at that service? Zero. None of them. And then look what God did. So here's my question. Who are the people that we don't know that are going to be getting baptized on April 18th? Who are the people in your life that you're praying for that you want to see getting baptized? Because we got to put it out there, y'all. I'm not going to get up here and be scared and say, I really hope that there's something. No, in Jesus' name, with what he's called us to, we're going to baptize strangers now, family members then, on Sunday, April 18th, two weeks after Easter. Uh, let's just believe that right now. Can we just start praying for that now? I mean, my goodness, we didn't know these guys a few months ago. Now they're part of our family. They're going to be in impact groups. They're going to be serving this church. And they are not the exception. They're the rule. And it's going to continue to happen more and more if we are committed to what God is doing here. Here's what I want to throw out here. All right, I hope you all can visualize this. Um, and I hope I, I can explain it well. And as we do, why, don't, why doesn't the band come back up? So I've been thinking about this, this term, Sunday one day. All right, and you, maybe you've heard of a double entendre. Well, this is a triple entendre. All right. Sunday, one day. Well, what in the world does that mean? Sunday, one day breaks down to three parts. The first one is, I know many of us have approached inviting people to church or our attitude has just been, you know, one day I'm going to invite them to church. One day I'm going to get to church. One day I'm going to start serving. One day they're going to accept that invitation to church. We need to start approaching every single Sunday like it is that one day. Not a year goes by and we still, we still balk at the, at the idea of inviting that person that desperately needs Jesus to church because we're scared of what their reaction is going to be. No more of that. Next Sunday is that one day. So as we, as we consider these people, as we pray over these people, let that be our attitude. Next Sunday is that one day. 
I'm not going to think about two months. I'm not going to think about Easter in April, or maybe they'll come on Mother's Day, or when I'm doing this. No, next Sunday is that one day for them. And then the other part of it is that one person on that one day that Jesus is after, where he leaves the 99 and he goes to that one. That is going to be that one person on that Sunday. We have a lot of empty seats in here, and I believe God's going to fill them one by one, by one, by one, by one. And so every Sunday, God's going after that one. And who is it? And then the third part is this. It's one day, not O-N-E one, but W-O-N one, where God is going to win people to him. He's going to bring people back to him. He's going to restore people and set them free, give them that new life, bring back the prodigals, whatever it might look like, but he is going to win people back to him. So Sunday is now one day, the day where we win people back to Jesus and we get them plugged in and we baptize them. We do all those things. This Sunday is our mission Sunday and it's a two-parter this morning. Our mission today is Beaches Chapel. That is the mission. What God has entrusted us with, this body, not me, not the elders, not the pastoral staff, but all of us, this is the mission to go out and reach the community that literally surrounds this place and to make church not about these four walls, but about who we are and what we do all the time and to expect awesome things on that Sunday one day where we will be baptizing new people in April. The first part of Mission Sunday today for Beaches Chapel is benevolence. I mentioned it last week and how you can give financially to missions this week is to our benevolence fund. I've had some people ask me recently, you know, I'd like to give, but uh, you know, is there there anyone in your church that needs anything that we can just help them out with? And I I love that heart. I love that sentiment. It's like one of the best things church people could could ask um, a pastor. But when it comes to benevolence and people in need, it's usually happening in real time. You know, someone needs something right then and right there. They need it yesterday. We don't have a lot of advance notice on needs. It's, it's in that moment. And so what I tell people is you can give to benevolence. And then when, when the uh, need comes, we're ready to give in that moment. And our, I, I said it last week, I'll say it again. Our benevolence is pretty low. And I, I want to raise that up. Listen. I wanna be more concerned with giving out than what is being brought into this house. God will supply us our needs. If we are a church that gives out to missions, to, to our community, to those in need, he will, just Pastor Tina was saying earlier, challenge him and he'll give us what we need and then some. But let's let's put our focus on, on those in need. Some, some examples of things we've done through benevolence, just, just so you uh, can know. We've paid for some people's electric bills and they couldn't meet them. So we were able to do that. Um, Pastor Tom Barry at Neptune Baptist, when he passed, we were able to give financially to his family, um, which I definitely know blessed us more than it did them. We had a youth whose father passed away and the mom isn't in the picture. So she immediately had, and it was, it was an immediate passing, totally unexpected. We were able to give her some money to buy food. This is a teenager. We're able to help with funeral receptions when families can't uh, pay for uh, food for funeral receptions. We had a friend of the church whose house caught on fire, almost lost everything, and we were able to give to them. So these are not little needs. These are not people coming to us that want a new car. 
even though their old one's fine. These are people that are in desperate situations with desperate needs. And in that very moment, they need help. And the worst feeling in the world is to say, we just can't right now. I don't ever wanna have to say that again. So as part of our missions this morning for Mission Sunday, is you can give to benevolence. You can do that by coming up in just a minute and just dropping some money in our missions box. I know a lot of us, including myself, don't carry cash anymore or not much. You can go on our app on our website and go to give and there's a drop down for benevolence right there. You can designate it to benevolence. And let me just say this about missions in general. Let's, let's not only do missions on Mission Sunday. You can give to missions every single day of every month of the entire year. So there might be a moment where you just say, you know, I want to give to the, I want to give to missions. Just go on your on the app right in that moment and give then. Don't wait for a Sunday morning. But we are going to highlight missions this year like we never have before because we are called to give. And we support some awesome people and awesome ministries. And so let's do that. Let's build up our missions this year. I, th I think the I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it was around close to three thousand dollars. Is like the is that the monthly or monthly rate? Monthly, okay, it's like 2,600 and something change. Come on, let's do better than that. Let's commit to at least $5,000 a month in missions. Let's double what we're doing now. $5,000, I'm just throwing it out there right now. I believe we can do that. The second part of this morning for missions is you. I said, this is an action Sunday. We're worshiping, we're baptizing, and here's the third one. You see on the seats in front uh, that you're sitting in, there's some cards. And what we are asking you this morning, if you want to be a part of Beaches Chapel, and if you are currently a part of Beaches Chapel, we want you to fill these cards out. And in just a moment, we're gonna have everyone come to the front and drop the cards in this basket right here. Dave, can we move that to the center? And what we are asking you to do as you fill this card out is to join in unity with what God is doing here, to pray for us, to serve alongside us, and be a brick, and be a brick. And listen, I'm asking whether you're an elder here, you've been going here for 20, 30 years, and you've been a member forever, I'm asking you this morning to recommit. It's like you're giving your vows over again to your spouse. Don't sit there and go, oh, well, I've been a member for a while, I don't need to do this. Yes. I. We're, we want you to do it because God is doing something new here. And what we're doing is we're committing to this new thing that he's doing. And so if that's you and you wanna be a part, start. you can start filling it out now. If you're new, you, there's been some people that have asked, I wanna be a member, this is your chance. This is the new members class. You can join right now. And if you're brand new, don't feel any pressure. Listen, listen the last thing that I want anyone to do here is to fill this card out and drop it in this box out of peer pressure. I want you to do it because you feel compelled that this is your home and you want to serve and be a part of Beaches Chapel. So you can just write on the card your name and, and you can just say not ready yet in big, in big letters. And you can go back. Maybe you haven't heard or watched the whole series. You can go on our website and just watch the past few weeks of building a home series and, and hear for yourself what we're all about here. But that's what we're doing this morning. This is a commitment Sunday. Will you be a part? of what God's doing. And I wanna say this, when, you're, when you sign these cards and you drop them in this box, you are committing to being a part of it. That means praying for each other, praying for this place, not being a critic. I'm gonna be real honest with you. 
When you start becoming a critic of the church that you go to, you're no longer a brick. You're just someone who's throwing bricks. And we don't want people that are throwing bricks. We want everyone all in, being a brick, serving this place, and believing for awesome things here at Beaches Chapel. I know that this is a room full of people and those watching online that are going through all sorts of life situations. Well, this is the place where God can set you free. This is the place where God is gonna have miracles happen. He's gonna move. And that's why we're doing all this. So why don't we, you can fill out your card now. The band is gonna enter back into worship. And as the deacons, we have a couple on each side, they're gonna just go row by row. So don't, if you're in the back, don't come up immediately. Let our deacons make their way back so we're not bottlenecking up here. But if you wanna to commit to Beaches Chapel, this is it. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for what you're doing, God. We thank you, Jesus, so much. Just wanna say again, for Richard, Tyler, Amanda, and Ben. God, for their, how their stories minister to us. How what you're doing in other people's lives, God, blesses us. And Lord, we just do pray right now, Father, for those that we don't know. For those that we don't know yet, or maybe those that we do that we've been trying to get to come and they just won't. God, I pray that their no's would become yeses in Jesus' name. That what you're doing here in us, God, would pour out of us and it would be so undeniable that those that have been saying no would have to say yes because of who we are becoming. How they see you in us, Lord. God, we pray for them right now. Those that we know and those that we don't know. But Father, we know this, you know them all. And you love them far more than we ever could. God, I pray that for those that need a home, that they would find this place. And for us that are here now, who you're calling, to be a part of this place, to serve here, to pray over this place, God, that we would be obedient to do so, to take that step. And we won't say anymore, one day I'll do this, one day, but that this is the one day, Lord, so that those that we love will be one. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So as you're ready in the deacon's motion, you can just come up row by row.